0: You are now listening to i am vibrant the podcast that helps you reboot your brain and reprogram your subconscious mind to feel good on purpose and create a life you love warning miracles may occur let's join today's episode hello everybody and welcome this is leah london i want to welcome you to the i am vibrant podcast and you are joining us for episode nine which is the courage to live a life you love now that may sound a little counterintuitive because why wouldn't you want to live a life you love and yet what i know and have seen so many times from the women that i work with from friends from family even in myself That sometimes when push comes to shove, when it is the decisions that really do determine our life, because every decision we make creates our life, and sometimes when it comes to taking that step and making that decision, courage will become an issue and fear will set in. And so I wanted to share this podcast today to give you some tools to break through that fear and find your courage so that you can do absolutely anything that you want to do in your life because at the end of the day you only have yourself to to deal with at the end of life really it comes down to did you make the choices make the decisions take the actions take the risks that got you to the point where you had a completely fulfilling life and you did the things that were the most important to you and you didn't let fear hold you back. And when you can say that, I think that that is a life well-lived. So let's dive into this. What do you think um, courage actually is? People think of courage as a number of different things, um, and it might even be sometimes tied to timeframes like midlife crisis Seem to be really an explosion of courage, if you ask me. I think a midlife crisis is just somebody finally um, dipped into their courage and were able to do some things they'd always been wanting to do, but didn't have the courage to do previously. That's my opinion, but um, I see it a lot. And so courage, when we finally find our courage, it can cause us to really shake things up in our life and start to do things differently and our people people that maybe have known us a long time might think wow what's happening here and what's happening here is we're finally living in a way that we we wish we would have been living all along and it doesn't have to wait so if you're listening to this and you're thinking midlife crisis i'm nowhere near midlife Um, i'm not even there yet My message to you is good, and don't even wait until you get anywhere near midlife before you access your courage. And you might have been thinking that courage is something that you're either born with or you're not, but it's not true. Courage can be developed. Courage is mental, it's physical, it's spiritual, and it's even biochemical. And courage is something that we even call our guts, right? It is our activator. It is our motivator. It is our most basic primal instinct as long as we don't block it. And so, and that's our first brain. Our gut is our first brain. So, courage is really a natural instinct. And courage can impact us to take action, where fear can leave us closed off and just afraid to do anything or in indecision. Or feeling like um, we just can't possibly, there's all these reasons why we just can't possibly do the thing that we most want to do. So, fear is the thing that gets way in the courage, and courage can be developed. So, I come into this conversation being somebody that grew up with very little courage because I was really trained to be fearful and conditioned to be fearful of a lot of different things, and um, that courage was almost uh, too aggressive. You know, courage was almost too, too much of our ego or thinking we were um, too, too much. There's an expression in Australia, proud poppy or tall poppy, something like that. And I think that's some of the messaging that gets in, input into us when we're young about showing courage. But that's actually not the case at all. Um, Not the case at all. And there's a little voice that you might be hearing that is telling you it is okay. And actually, that courage is a normal, natural part of you. And that could be something that's a small whisper until it gets loud. And that's when that crises mode comes in. So I'm here to help you listen to the whisper and develop your own courage and learn how to actively grow courage instead of waiting for it to someday show up. So to understand why we have courage, we have to understand fear. So fear is part biochemical. And I share that because not very many people are trained in that or talk about that. Um, And so fear is at its root, low serotonin and low GABA. Low serotonin gives us anxiety and panic and low GABA keeps us overwhelmed and overstressed and the combination of that is really what fear is on a biochemical level. So sometimes just correcting our biochemistry can take away our fear and give us courage. But what else causes fear? That's not the only thing, but that is a root, a root issue. So without addressing that, it's very hard to grow your courage. But if you've addressed that or if that's not a problem for you, what else could be causing your fear? Well, fear, I love the expression that fear is false evidence appearing real, because that's the truth. (laughs) That is false evidence appearing real. That's all fear is. So fear is projecting something out into the future often about what's going to be happening, having a thought maybe that isn't true, having a belief that isn't true, having a vision about the future that isn't true. It's anything other than being in the present moment, because fear doesn't typically, only when there's a real emergency, is fear based on the present moment. Um, most of the time, our fear is based on, on past or future and not on reality at all so that's a first step right there to build courage is to ask yourself am i in danger right now i'm feeling this emotion sure but am i in danger right now is there anything telling me that i need to pull back right now because something is actually happening in the here and now and i promise you it almost never ever is okay Um, now that fear feels like an emotion right it feels like a stress it feels like a tension and so the first strategy i would give you for building courage is be on the lookout and just fully expect fear. Just fully expect it. It's going to happen, especially if you're out there living life large and you are trying new things and maybe you're putting yourself out there by speaking on stages or writing a book or um, or having a mission for young women in the world or uh, any number of things, expect that you're going to have some fear about it. And the faster you notice it, the faster you can release it and shift. And that just takes practice. That's There's only two ways to change our subconscious programming. And one is through hypnotism and the other is through habituation. What does habituation mean? It means practice. It means practice. And so you just practice uh, feel and release, I call it. instead a catch and release. It's feel and release. So feel the fear. Expect the fear, feel the fear, then release the fear and practice it, practice it, practice it. And know that every time you do, every time you release that fear and you practice it, even for 30 seconds, it has already started to help you form a new neural pathway. Um, So even when you have to practice it several times, it's okay because every time helps We're in the groove of that new neural pathway. So don't resist it. Don't use that voice in your head, that whisper about, oh, this is scary. Don't use that to have you doubt yourself more. Just know that the critical voice happens. That's how the mind works. And then just acknowledge it, thank it, release it, move along. The next strategy that is really helpful for building courage is putting things in perspective. If we don't put things in perspective, they can feel really big and really overwhelming. And I always, still to this day, I use for myself a story of a woman that worked for me years and years ago when she was in, uh, when I was in re- the retail industry, and she was a store manager of one of our locations, and she had come from the restaurant industry. So you know, the store manager of a retail shop—it's not the easiest job. It's definitely a physical job. And especially at the time at holiday season, this was a personal care product store, and um, we would just go through thousands and thousands and thousands of units. And there was just um, we would do the the revenue of a month. Any other time of the year at holiday we'd do in a day, and nothing phased this manager. Everybody else would be exhausted and burned out and freaked out and all of that, and nothing would phase her. And and when I'd ask her how she stayed so calm, because she had come from restaurant industry, her phrase was, well, Leah, it's not like cleaning the grill. <laughs> and, you know, which to me is like, it's not like cleaning the toilet, right? There are some things in heart in life that are hard. There are some things that are unpleasant. This is not one of them. That perspective kept her courageous all the time. And so a really good thing to do is is just, make a practice and again it is a practice of always putting things in perspective whenever you feel a fear put it in perspective hi this is Leah Lund join me February 1st and 2nd 2020 in beautiful Palm Springs California for the I am vibrant girls weekend getaway you'll learn to detox anything in your life that brings you down or gets in your way so that you can be the powerful creator of your own life Full details are available at www.onewholehealth.com forward slash Vibrant Girls Weekend. And the next thing that you can do to grow your courage is have a ready-made list of 10 times in your life already that you've been really courageous so that when you start to feel the fear and now you know it's just an emotion. Everybody has it. It's not based on much real. It's usually not based on the present moment, Um, so it doesn't have to dictate your behavior. Just pull out this list. Keep it in your phone so that you can look at it like on a memo app on your phone, and think of the top 10 times you were courageous in your life. I've done this in our women's groups, and every time I do it, I've done it multiple times with different groups. Every time I do it, I am simply blown away by what these women have gone through and what they have endured, and how courageous they have been. And nothing delights me more than to watch their face as they reread their own list, and, and say, that's right. If I can, if I can, hello, if I can give birth to a child, I can give birth to a business, right? <laughs> um, if I can give birth to a child, I can run a marathon. So whatever it is in the present day that's causing them some fear, some false evidence appearing real, when they compare it and when you compare it to things you've already done in your life, there will be something that inspires you so much you realize there's absolutely no reason to be fearful now. The next thing that you can do to build your courage muscle is learn pattern interrupts. Pattern interrupts are you have thought patterns, right? And they usually go from the thought to the emotion to the action that you take, which could be backing down and hiding and giving up, Um, it usually goes from thought to action to behavior in about like 0.2 of a second. It goes very, very quickly because it's conditioned and it's conditioned because you practiced it. So when you you have a thought pattern like that that has you stop and say, oh no, I can't do that. That's too scary. I can't, I don't know enough. I can't do that. That thought pattern will have two neurons firing together, the fear and the self-doubt and they've been firing together for a long time. So they're very accustomed to doing that. They do that very subconsciously. It's almost like, you know, the first time that you, or when you learn to tie your shoe, it's, it's that, it's the way tying your shoe is for you now. You don't have to think about it. Does right go over left? Does left go over right? Well, your fear response is likely that programmed into your mind. But if you can just interrupt after the thought, do anything to interrupt between the thought and really the emotion, because the emotion is going to be a response. The emotion is going to be based on the thought. So the, whatever thought it is, I can't do that. What will people think of me? The emotion is fear. What you want to do is interrupt when you feel the fear and, and create space. Create space and create distance between that emotion and what you actually do about it, which is give up or dig in harder right create more and more space and you can do anything to do that interrupt and create that space it can if it's something physical it's great because that shifts your attention to your body so you've probably seen people back in the day they'd put a rubber band on their hand and when they had that thought of and and the elicited fear that came from it they'd just snap the rubber band to buy themselves some time and get in the present moment and think about what they really really wanted to do but the same would work if you had a bracelet that you twist. You could stand in a yoga pose. You can just turn around counterclockwise because that, for most people, takes a little bit more concentration than clockwise. And it'll shift you to your body and get you out of your mind. And Then after you've interrupted that pattern, you can choose your own next step. You can choose your own focus. And I always say focus on what you can do. Don't, Focus, don't have your thought be um, people will think, or I'm gonna fail. Let's say I'm gonna fail. I'm gonna fail is the thought. It elicits the emotion of fear. Then snap your rubber band, do your spin, do whatever you need to do to buy yourself some time and space so that you can from the present moment decide. Um, are you going to stop because you think you're gonna fail, or are you gonna dig in deeper? and you can be conscious of making your next step what you truly, truly want. And as you play with this, you're really retraining your mind and it can be helpful to even give your mind um, a name because you can say, thank you, um, thank you. I had a client recently who, when they were a child, they had a monkey <laughs> named Coco. And so they now name their mind Coco. So you, you could say, you know, thank you, Coco appreciate your concern. We're going to go forward anyway, something like that. But use your pattern pattern interrupt and then shift to the focus, shift your focus to what you can actually do. The next thing you can do to build courage is always focus out. Whenever you start to feel the fear, remind yourself it's not about you. It's about the good you're here here in the world to do um, and just shift your focus outward. It's so powerful when you do that. When you just think about who will lose out if you don't take action? Who will lose out if you don't write that book? Who are you not motivating? Who is going to stay in isolation and loneliness if they don't hear your story, if you don't get on stage? Focus out and know that it's not about you because really our life is life of service and it's, it's not about us. Um, lastly, for courage, Sometimes what gets in the way and gives us fear is when things feel overwhelming and when we always run into little problems. And so anything that comes up that's a problem that that maybe just feels like, oh, why do I even try? Why do I even try? Because I always come up against this obstacle or this problem. This is an indication of a place where you really need to create a system. So daily routines are are things that need systems, like kids' clothes. If if the problem is always the laundry room is exploding, how does the laundry room get to the point of exploding in the first place? It starts with what happens when kids take off their clothes, right? So create a system and get their buy-in, and you can do that because you're the parent of, of what they do with their clothes so that the laundry room never gets out of control again. So fear is false evidence appearing real, and it's fear of past and future, and it's, it's a fantasy, and courage is living and taking action from the reality, not just from what your mind says, because that's not reality, not just from what your emotions are, because that's not reality, but from the present, present moment. And this is because fear is actually, the deepest fear we have is of the unknown, So, of the unknown, that's what we get the most fearful about. But I'm here to tell you that there's no way you'll know the unknown. (laughs) There is, I'll say that again, there is no way that you will ever know the unknown. So, if you're waiting for the time when you will know the unknown to take action, that time will never come. And action precedes courage. So, action is really the ultimate way to. Build your courage muscle. Courage means you focus out and you take a step. You move your feet. You try something. You release the need to know every little detail before you take any action. And you do that by accepting what happens only in the present moment. You take action for what you want, but you don't judge yourself or others for the result. You just focus on the action. So courage is really taking action. And it's also trusting. And it's courage to have faith that things will be okay and that you will handle and you will have the coping skills to handle anything that comes along your way so i've given you a lot of different ways to build your courage muscle today pick one and start with it if you were to pick any of them i would suggest picking writing down the top 10 times you were courageous in your life because when you have that ready-made list, you will prove to your own mind that you can do anything. You can certainly do this small thing that's in front of you when you've done this big, huge thing in the past. But take any of these tools for building your courage muscle. Apply them as soon as possible. Speed of implementation always helps us make more forward progress. And I would love your comments below of what's helpful for you here. A courageous life is a life lived on your terms. It's a life lived by design. It's a life with no regrets. And you really, really deserve that. And our world needs, deserves seeing the best of you and all that you have to operate, offer when you operate from that place. Thank you. You've been listening to I Am Vibrant, the podcast that helps you reboot your brain and reprogram your subconscious mind to feel good on purpose and create a life you love.